ladies and gentlemen. That's right. We're getting super fancy this year. The uh, Definitely Not Popcorn podcast has an intro, a theme, created especially for the podcast by someone from Brisbane, Australia, who might be the coolest person on the planet. Can't tell you his or her name, but they are definitely a friend of the show. As always, you can find us at facebook.com forward slash definitely not popcorn and artgalleryfunknight.com. Let's do this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Definitely Not Popcorn podcast, Australia's favourite movie podcast. Uh, we're back for 2016, and on tonight's very, very special episode, we've got Oscar picks and a quick chat as we move into what's going to be a glorious 2016, according to Hugh Titchener, who's with us tonight, and muted as well. Uh, I fucked up the last intro, so I'm doing it again. <laughs> and uh, Tom is with us as usual as well. So... I want to I want to just get this out because I don't think anyone really cares. But what did you guys get up to on your month off? Tom, go. I got to breathe the same air as Samuel Jackson. Sorry, fucking get wrecked. <laughs> I was so angry when you messaged me about that. And then did you? I think you sent me a picture as well. Yeah, basically, for those uninformed, I got to go see a screening of The Hateful Eight. Like, the, I think it was the day it came out in the seventy mil like show, um, roadshow screening session. And followed, following that, I had a Q&A session with Quentin Tarantino, Kurt Russell, and Samuel L. Jackson. It is probably like the best thing that'll happen all year, other than me seeing Deadpool on Thursday. <laughs> did, did they have photos there out of interest? And if so, how much were they charging? They didn't have photos. They had like, um, I think they had Empire Magazine there, taking photos and whatnot. You could tell, oh, as in like taking photos with them, you mean? Hugh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like yeah no, you, didn't, you didn't have, like they didn't have, um, you can take, you didn't have photos, no. It was like only eight people got to ask questions, but oh. for fifty dollars, like I didn't, I didn't give a fuck if I don't ask a question. I'm in the same room as these three people. Was Were you allowed like- to like take your phone in and record it or no? Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. No. They were like, they were hardcore. Like it's like a cinema that was hardcore for um no f- videography or anything and whatnot. But people were still doing it anyway. They didn't really care. Well, no, it's not going to matter. Like it's just an like it's a you know, it's like a Q and A. It's yeah, the, it's on the fucking movie, and even then, the movie leaked onto Torrents like four weeks prior to that. Anyway, yeah. oh, I was just like, ah, I beat you to it, Tarantino. <laughs> Wait, so did you have to pay for to to ask questions, or was it just a random? No, um, you um, went into like a draw, basically, and out of the th- seven hundred people that were there, eight people got chosen to ask a question. Oh right, okay, sure. Because hateful eight, eight. Hey, so funny. How was, um, so what was it like being in the same room as Samuel L. Jackson? Normal air just does not compare anymore. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. When he walked in, the air actually changed. He's fucking, he's next level something. Like, I mean, the only ever other time this could ever happen it was if, is if I would be in the same room as, um, not Samuel L. Jackson, I've already done that. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> like, those two people are like the only two people in the world that could change the air around them because they're just that cool. Was it a full house? Yeah, it was packed. Oh, 700 shit. people. It oh, sold out whoa. in four minutes. They had 10,000 people trying to buy tickets. Oh, jeez. And it was only $50. Far out. Man. And Kurt Russell as well was good? Oh, yeah. He was awesome. Yeah. He, he was just in there drinking fucking Victoria Bitter because he doesn't know what a real beer is. That's probably like the only thing that the cinema had like available. 
Yeah. They were like, oh, we've only been licensed for VB, so is that okay? And he's like, what the fuck is this? Like, so, again, I'm just going to put the off topic for one funny story. I remember talking to a guy who does, like, the catering and stuff for a lot of bands and stuff that come out here. Mm. Like, he's done, like, a lot of big stuff like Taylor Swift and all that. He d- he's done the Eagles, all that stuff. Anyway, he told me there was one specific band member, he didn't say who, of course, who used to demand loads and loads of magazines of gay porn. Like, there's nothing wrong with gay porn, but just porn mags, like, in excess, I find that, like, (laughs) just a ridiculous amount. What? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, that was just my story for the day. No, that's, that 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 tacks on perfectly for uh, that. Like that kind of answers my question: what you did in in your month off year? Because well, I just read gay porn magazine. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, man. Whatever floats your boat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're gonna move I'll, on. Uh, we're moving on, Tom. We're moving on. Yeah, I'm just reminded of Dirty Grandpa. Oh yeah, that's right. You saw that. Oh. that's your, that's your front runner for worst movie of the year. Even though like we're just over a month in. Oh my god! Like, I've never actually seen a movie that I've full on hated while watching it. Like, it is actual below bottom of the barrel garbage. Worse than Ridiculous Six or Seven or whatever the fuck the movie was called. Oh, fucking w- way worse! Like, worse oh, than Pixels. It's worse than any Adam Sandler movie. Like, I, I what, watched. What the- about if two Adam Sandler movies did the fusion dance? <laughs> Would it be worse than the <laughs> resulting movie? Worse than any Adam Sandler movie, regardless of fusion dance or not. You know, I love the fact that we've we've just started doing this for 2016, and already there's a f- fucking DBZ reference from. Oh, here. Yeah, I haven't even started on Batman vs Superman yet. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh god. All right, let's move on because we're we're running out of time. Well, not really, but anyway. So we're going to start off with Oscar picks for this year because not really much has come out, and we kind of sort of have seen it. I think Hugh and I have not really seen any of the nominees this year, except maybe I think like Mad Max and Revenant and whatever else you saw. I've seen some of them, but yeah, yeah, like it's sort of like I would be lying if I said I'd seen half. Animation. It's, Tom sums it up pretty well, though. It's a pretty meh shit, <laughs> like lineup of, of films. Like none have really kind of exploded, other than like Mad Max and probably The Revenant. I guess they're all very low key, actually, too. So how we're going to do this? We're going to just run through. We've got uh, I think five categories. We've got best actor. Best Actress, Best Director, Best Picture, and then Best Actor slash Actress and Supporting. So we're going to merge those two together. So we're just going to predict it, maybe discuss what ones that like probably will or won't, and then we're just going to move on because, yeah, it's not really that good this year. And I'm pretty bummed because Mad Max is not going to win anything except technical awards. So whatever. I'm okay with that. All right. So I'm going to start with um, Best Actor in a Leading Role. So we've got Brian Cranston for Trombo, Matt Damon for The Martian, DiCaprio for The Revenant, Fassbender for Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne for The Danish Girl. Uh, Tom, we'll start with you. Who do you reckon is going to win? I know it's going to be the DiCaprio, but like thinking back on The Revenant, he doesn't really do much other than crawl along the ground and grunt and moan. Like, yes, it's expressive, all that kind of stuff, but it's still like it still has that notion of it's just Leo. Yeah, like you know it's Leo. Leo and, being Leo. Yeah. But like, do you think? But like, because you you saw Steve Jobs, didn't you? Yeah, I, but, I feel like Fassbender should win, but I can tell it's going to be DiCaprio. I think Steve Jobs is a bit too like the actual movie itself is a bit too far out for. Yeah, for like, and I, I don't even like I don't even know what Trumbo is either because like Michael B. Bad. Jordan should be nominated for Trumbo, 
for, uh, for nominated Creed. Sorry, for Creed, sorry, because he was excellent if I, in that. He, if he, if he did the Michael Jackson treatment, he'd probably get nominated. It's it's it really bothers me that he's not nominated. I for know. That. Like whether like putting aside that whole like Oscars so white argument or whatever, which we're not going to get into, it's actually just really a really silly nomination for Cranston. And I probably would would even maybe put like Matt Damon in there as well. He's good in The Martian, but he's not Oscar. Yeah. So Michael B. Jordan. It's like I was reading today. Um, the kid from Room should have been nominated over Eddie Redmayne oh, yeah. because, um, like from what I hear, Eddie Red it was. Eddie Redmayne just did it like as you could just tell it was an Oscar Beatty role. Like I haven't seen the Danish Girl, and I'm sure it's good, but mm. from what I heard, it's just a it's, it was just a Beatty role kind of thing. Yeah, it's very much designed like, for awards. He season. did the whole transformation um, role last year and won for the Stephen Hawking movie. Yeah, so like I guarantee, yeah, he won't win two years in a row. No, it, it's got to like, be DiCaprio. It'll be DiCaprio this year for sure. Otherwise, DiCaprio wins. Right. A lot of awards like, like this, this get rewarded, get awarded to the people the year after they had a really good film, like a, the, the retrospective Oscars. Yeah, there's yeah. Russians at the moment melting down their gold and silver in the shape of Oscars, ready to give it to Leo because they're that batshit insane. What? Yep, it's a real thing. What the hell is that? Where did that come from? Uh, that is a. F- article i read on the internet jeez which i'll find now all right so while you're finding that hugh you reckon dicaprio's got it yeah yeah okay cool all right all right let's move on to our actress in a leading role so we've got kate blanchett for carol brie larson for room jennifer lawrence for joy charlotte rampling for 45 years i've never heard of that movie and uh cersei ronan for brooklyn as well um the risk of sounding extremely ignorant i'm just going to roll a dice and say Brie Larson's going to win. I'm sorry, I haven't seen any of those films. I have heard that Joy is nowhere near as good as people were saying, and not even Jennifer Lawrence's performance is that good. The only um, th- good thing I've heard about Joy was Bradley Cooper was the best bit, and he's only in it for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And no, it's not because they had actresses in leading roles that I didn't care, because I didn't see any of the leading role films either. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <The actors. laughs> but no, I've heard... Um, I have watched Room, and I think Brie Larson's got it. Yeah, I reckon Brie Larson's pretty much bagged it. Oh, they were she's... saying Kate Blanchett, but then once she didn't win the Golden Globe, they were saying she was basically her her odds went down yeah. significantly. So, and apparently, Cersei Ronan's is pretty good in Brooklyn. But anyway, all right. Uh, moving on to actor in a supporting role. So we've got Christian Bale in The Big Short, Tom Hardy in The Revenant, Mark Ruffalo for Spotlight, Mark Rylance in Bridge of Spies, Sylvester Stallone in Creed, and for actress. In supporting role, we've got Jennifer Jason Lee in The Hateful Eight, Rooney Mara in Carol, Rachel McAdams for Spotlight, Alicia Vikander. Spite. Spotlight. You said spite on my end. I said, well, I cut out, obviously. I said spotlight. <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, no, fuck you. Right. Anyway, Alicia Vikander for The Danish Girl and Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. So just pick your, your male and female winners for that. Tom will go with you. Uh, for male, it's like a freeway tie between Hardy, Ruffalo and Stallone, like. It's they were be all very good. I feel like Hardy was a better actor, like had a better performance over Leo in The Revenant. So if he, he, I won't be surprised if he wins. I'm, I kind of want Stallone to win because I feel like he's earned it after all this time. Yeah. And Creed, like he was just amazing in Creed, and Ruffalo was very, very good in Spotlight as, like he like they did a whole investigation into the, what they're researching and whatnot. It was just heartbreaking to watch. And for the actress, I think it'll be. Either Kate Winslet or Alicia Vikander. Yeah, I was going to say Kate Winslet's probably my pick for for 
actress because she's really Although, good in Steve Jobs. Jennifer Jason Leigh is a wild card, I reckon. Yeah, she was very good in Hateful Eight. I've never actually heard of her before, so that's probably I'm doing her a disservice by not watching any of her stuff. Also, I don't think Ruffalo. I don't know. Like Ruffalo kind of took me out of it. Like he was have he had this really subdued performance, and then he has that moment like three quarters of the way through. Like I think probably in the second act, and he just explodes at um uh uh Tim Burton's Batman um. <laughs> Batman, Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, Michael Keaton. Hope smash. <laughs> um, he, but he kind beauty, of he, he, beauty <laughs> bat. <laughs> but he he explodes and it kind of like ruins it a little bit because his whole performance is very, um, it's withheld really well. Like I it, didn't, it like, I didn't see it that way. I thought I, I saw that as more as like he's getting frustrated with the lack of um, <clears throat> like progress in the in the in the investigation. Yeah. Because wasn't so uh, yeah, it's he's being like, like shorted or something up. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't really have an issue with it, to be honest. I reckon Stallone's got it in the bag. Oh God, I hope so. I hope yeah. I hope Arnie's the one that gives it to him. That'd, That'd be, be nice. Cool. If Arnie goes on stage, do you reckon it's basically a given that Stallone's won it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. If Arnie's the one that they always, like, he won't announce it because they always have the previous best act- supporting actress winner announce um, the best supporting actor and whatnot. So whoever right. won it last year will probably announce this year. But if it's if Arnie's the one that walks out and does it, Stallone has got it, I reckon. Yeah. Um, Hugh, what are your picks? Well, obviously, you've always been like the Revenant and Creed. So I thought actually Tom Hardy was really good. He's I was I think I'm not sure if I said this in the call. He's so good at playing assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> um, and hmm, for actress. Because we've got Jennifer Jason Leigh. Oh, no, Lee. I'm just going to say Rooney Mara. I don't even know. I didn't even realise that she was, like, that good in Carol, which is, I don't know if that says a lot about, I've literally seen hardly anything this year. Um, what else did I say we were doing? Uh, best Director. Um, once I bring the list up, because, do you have the list on you? Actually, no, I don't. Got to hit um, Adam McKay, The Big Short. Yep. George Miller, Mad Max. Yep. Um... Alejandro G. Inarito, Inarito, The Revenant, Lenny Abrahamson, Room, Tom McCarthy, Spotlight, and yeah, what do you what do you picks, Tom? It's literally a coin toss between Miller and Inarito. Inarito, sorry, I just I if because I kind of know how to say it, so I feel like I need to brag a little bit by saying it. I don't even know if I'm saying it right, actually. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it's literally a coin toss between those two because. Both are well directed and well shot, but I, I want to give the edge to George Miller because that was like it was like it was a brush of fresh, fresh air for the action genre. Like, uh, yeah, and, and it's an action movie nominated for an Academy Award, so he's well, done something right to get that far. I feel like just the actual like Mad Max would be my pick, but I don't think it's. I think the Revenant's going to get it, but George Miller deserves it. I think because that movie is. It, like it's a, well, you know, we said last year it's like a technical masterpiece. But the level of stuff that they did, that you see on the behind the scenes, and how many practical effects they had to do, and all the planning and safety and stuff, like that kind of stuff, and how he kept it so under control. Man, that's something like else. He, he has, he has. When he has a vision, it's almost always a good vision because it's just, and he brings it to life so well. Mm. So he needs to be rewarded. Like fucking Adam McKay made Anchorman two. How the fuck did he get nominated? Our big short's pretty good though. It's confusing, but it's, it's confusing, but it's good. Um, Hugh, what's your pick? 
Mad Max, George Mad Max. Miller. Yeah, cool. All right, and so we've got our best picture. So our best picture nominees are The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, Brooklyn, Mad Max Fury Road, The Martian, The Revenant, Room, and Spotlight. Uh, Tom, what do you reckon? I like. Re- I wouldn't be surprised if The Revenant wins. I want the Mad Max to win, but I feel like the actual winner will be Spotlight. It's a topic like the child abuse in the in the Catholic Church. It's a topic that like it's very. I want. To, I don't want to say popular, but it's very prominent in the news around the world, and I feel like. Provided the church hasn't like tried to like cut, nip it in the bud, I think they have a very good chance because they love controversy. I think it's one of those things where it's not it's it's a topic that hasn't gone away. No, yeah, you know, like we've got a lot, like we've got our own kind of Catholic child abuse thing going on with like that George Pell dude. I don't know much about that, but um, I know that that's still a thing here, and that he's going. I don't know, he's going through like trials or something like that at yeah, the moment to like determine just... whether he actually did it. But it is it's it's a current. No, um, it's it's not whether George Pell did it. It's about withholding evidence. Oh about right, others. sorry. Okay, my bad. My, yeah. my apologies. Um. So you reckon Spotlight's going to take it? Yeah, I feel like Spotlight's going to take it, but that might just be because I'm biased towards it. I. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I feel like the Revenant's going to get it just because it's kind of like sw- it swept the awards, hasn't it? Um, oh, actually, no. I'm pretty sure the Big Short won the Producers Guild Award. Yeah, and Spotlight won Critics' Choice. Critics' Choice. This, I think the only big one that it won was The Globe. Like, The Revenant only won The Globe. Mm. And then The Martian won for Best Comedy, so who, who knows? God, and that... Oh, man. Um, Ridley Scott's acceptance speech was... Oh, yikes. Uh, I didn't even watch that. Well, I watched the whole ceremony, and it was a waste of my time. Um, Hugh, what did you, what's your pick for Best Picture? Mad Max. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Please, Academy, choose it. I, I don't know. It's such a wild field. I don't know if Mad Max is going to win it just because it's it's an amazing film, but it's just kind of... it's not, There's no recency bias, I think, either. Yeah. Well, I actually thought Martian was, like, my favourite film of the year, but, like, I think Mad Max will win. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to put my money on... Oh, it's either going to be The Big Short or Spotlight. I'd be I'd be surprised if Mad Max wins. I'd be surprised if Room wins. Um, I'd be kind of sort of surprised if The Revenant wins because I don't know. Just the buzz surrounding it has not been. This is going to sweep everything. It's been kind of like it's good, or like technically did, but, it's impressive. Did Birdman sweep everything last year. I can't remember. Uh, uh, good question. Actually, I think it. No, it didn't because Keaton missed out on the um, best actor to uh, Ed Redmayne. I remember that. Yeah, I remember like at the other like all the other ceremonies and whatnot leading yeah. up to the Oscars. Um, I can't remember what. Um, oh, sorry, it was nominated for. Oh, won four Academy Awards: picture, director, screenplay, and cinematography. Yeah. So, um, those are the picks. Those are the picks this year, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the ceremony is on the twenty eighth of February. Uh, on whenever channel you want to watch it. If you don't. I don't really care. Anyway, we're going to move on. So, I don't know if this was a surprise, but they are... Uh, was it J.J. Abrams that released the trailer for this? I think it was just Paramount. Just Paramount. It was, att- it was attached to 13 Hours. Just 13 Hours, right. So, 13 Hours, I think it's a film that we're doing this year. Um, 13 Michael Hours is the Michael, new Michael Bay one about... Um, Benghazi. Benghazi, that's the one. And um, what came with it was a, uh, a movie trailer for a, a, a movie called 10 Cloverfield Lane. 
which, uh, according to Wikipedia, J.J. Abrams is described as a blood relative to the 2008 film Cloverfield. Um, now, did you guys watch? Did you guys all watch the trailer? Um, yes, but I watched it a couple of days ago now. Okay. But yes, yep. I did watch it. Yep. Yeah, I did watch it. It was like a month ago, but I watched it. <laughs> what, uh, what do you... Like, I don't understand how it's going to be a blood relative to, to Cloverfield. I, I hardly remember what happened in Cloverfield, except I, they had, um, you know, like... What do they call um, Motion sickness things? Yeah. People were, were vomiting and stuff in the theatre. I remember they nuked the monster at the end. Mm. I feel like this might be like... Um, that, that monster wasn't the only one. So there's been other monsters that they've nuked. The world's kind of like in that. It's not a nuclear apocalypse just yet, but it's still pretty shitty. Yeah. And the monsters like have released um, like some sort of toxin in the air, in the air, and that's driven people underground. But from what I've read, like on the um, oh, I see. on the Wikipedia, okay. it's like. After a car accident, a young woman wakes up in an underground cellar. But why would she be outside if she was in a car? Like, if the if the air was toxic and whatnot, hmm. I like I don't know. Like, I don't know. This it's it's one of those things where Abrams has probably taken the trailer to like whatever agency and they've cut it exactly like Star Wars because I, I just basically got out of it that it's it's just essentially just going to be like, sure a like um like everything. Like pretty much behind the doors of Bad Robot, and like they just covered up with the whole Star Wars um, security. Yeah, because they had like they would have had like maximum security because they had Star Wars in their building, so they could have gotten they could have gone away and no one would have known because of the amount of like doors people would have had to gone through and get refused from going through. It's really interesting that... Um, oh, okay. So, yeah, because it was actually made as a film called The Cellar. Was I, think it, I think it was always going to be called something related to Cloverfield. To Cloverfield, but it was just, yeah. That's that a, was just the the free people off. It's, yeah, it, it came out of nowhere. I mean, like, who, have you gotten anything out of it or...? Well, I'm not, we're still not sure 100% of a sequel. It's just the same universe or whatever. Yeah, I know. It's... Like, like a blood relative wait, makes like, me think that yeah, thinks, uh, yeah. makes me think that it is, but I'm not sure. Like I'm sure, like it could be like Prometheus, where it's like same universe, different era. That's true, but not a sequel. Like completely different characters, whatnot. Mm. But it doesn't look like it's going to be one of those things where it's like, uh, you know how like Cloverfield's basically shot as if it's being shot on a handheld camera. Yeah, I don't think it's anything like that. Thank God. Yeah. I'm starting, I've got over those real quick. Yeah, and I mean, like, if you watch the Bourne movies, you basically just you're on a roller coaster for fucking three hours of non-stop f- cutting and shit. Um, speaking of Bourne movies, though, apparently there's the new trailer coming out with the Super Bowl for the fifth Bourne movie, which is not titled, and I assume we'll find out the trailer. Although apparently, this is according to the Wikipedia page, it only wrapped filming like a week ago. Which is unless they've been cutting the the trailer. Oh, I suppose they yeah, can. Well, well, don't forget, like um, they fucking released the trailer for Batman vs Superman like middle of last mm. year, if not earlier. Oh yeah, because they did it all at um Comic Con. Was it Comic Con? Yeah, yeah, like 2014, I think. Wait, really? Oh shit! 
I'm pretty sure that's when the first trailer came out. Uh, I don't know if I buy that. No, sorry, I'm wrong. They had like the little the logo. Yeah, like but it had um actual footage of Batman and Superman. Like it was the bat the bat signal one, oh. where he like opens up the bat signal and he points in the sky and Superman's there all mad as fuck because he's got rabies. Oh man, you're so psyched for that, dude. I know you are. Hugh's psyched. Did, did you just didn't you say you bought like six tickets today? No, that I was saying that was what Tom's going to oh. do. Yeah, that's no, I told, told the cinemas if they see me trying to buy a ticket, they confiscate my wallet. And they're gonna be like, Tom, Tom's yeah, trying Tom. to pretend that he doesn't want to see it. <laughs> I, I really don't. Like, like I know how the Superman fans felt feel. He's trying to lure everyone into a false sense of security. How many times? Maybe he's going to come out and he's going to be like fucking fanboy in it. So how many times have we seen Star Wars Seven? We saw Star Wars Seven times, but how many times did you have the Batman vs Superman trailer attached to it? Um, I don't think I've actually seen it attached to Star Wars since last year. Oh. Oh, oh I can say that was the best moment of when we saw Star Wars was when they had that, when we all went to the cinema. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Like the trailer for the Batman vs Superman. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> all right. We're going to wrap it up for that one this uh, for this week, guys. Um, so we're coming back next week. We've kind of we've got a new plan this year. Uh, we're going to try and actually get on top of films the week of that, that they come out, so our actual shows are more current rather than two weeks after the fact. So um, we'll be back next week with uh, Deadpool, uh, which can't Tom wait. has. Is, can't is wait. Really yes, for. I think I think we all can't wait, but Tom the most. Yes. Are they doing Minotaur? Oh, is it, is it no, confirmed? It's got a, a post credits, Tom. Yeah, it does. Okay. All right. Cool. Imagine it's going to. Oh, imagine if it was like. Huge action. Wolverine. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, that, pretty much. Like, if it is, I don't care that I'm spoiling it. You'll find out. Like, I'm going to be crying with joy. Like, because are they I, are they shooting I, the new I Wolverine movie? <laughs> I literally cannot wait for this movie. I've got tickets lined up for 11:30 a.m. That's the earliest I can say it. Jeez, but, man. <laughs> are you more psyched for this than you were uh, Force Awakens? Probably. That's just. Terrible. I, fuck you. <laughs> uh, the marketing for it's been really good, though. I have to admit that the marketing's been rock solid. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna. Okay, now I'm actually gonna wrap it up. So uh, I just want to let you guys know uh, what we got coming for this year. Um, the Facebook page is obviously going to. We've been saying it time and time again. This Facebook page is actually going to get uh, be active. So we're going to be posting funny stuff, the episodes. Um, and we want to kind of get some interaction with you guys as well. Um, so if you've got any questions or you've got some stupid shit you want to talk about, uh, you want us to talk about, um, go over to the Facebook page or shoot us a message because most of the people that listen to this have me on Facebook or have us on Facebook. Um, you can shoot us a message there. So the uh, the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash definitely not popcorn. Um, now, we've also got another kind of show um, that we're going to be doing this year, which is called The Pitch. Well, tentatively called The Pitch. Um, and essentially what this one's going to be, it's going to be, um, an episode of the, of the podcast where we're going to pitch, was it either a sequel, a spin-off, a cinematic universe? So Hugh's basically got his 400 page DBZ universe document lined up or some sort of, some kind of maintenance to a TV show or, or a movie. Um, I don't, we don't have any solid days for that, but it's going to be really good. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So, um, if you've got any movies that you'd want us to 
fix or you want us to pitch a sequel to, then obviously let us know on the Facebook page or let us know personally. It doesn't really matter. Um, we've also got the uh, the Temple of TV show, which is also which which is going to be our TV special. So Tom and I did Jessica Jones and Daredevil. Um, basically, everything TV is going to go onto that show as well. So we're going to move. We kind of got little bits and pieces working for this year as well. Um, but uh, that's it. We're going to wrap it up because I think we've got like the 30-minute mark and people are probably already tuned out. So let's uh, kill it for this week. So next week, we've got Deadpool. Look out for us on iTunes and the Facebook page and also www.artgallaryfunknight.com um, where you can actually listen to the episodes directly there too. Um, anyway, guys, as always, thank you for listening. We will catch you next week with Deadpool. Peace. Peace.